Welcome to 50 Ways to Succeed at Work, where you hear stuff about ways to succeed, even the most well-intentioned colleagues, advisors, careers officers and HR departments may never get around to mentioning. This is Episode 2, Grapevine Awareness. Run a mile from taking part in rumour and gossip. Mason H., head of a large company, introduces a new corporate rule to his top team. I want everyone travelling on company business to go by economy class. That will save us quite a bit over a year. Nobody argues. But a couple of weeks later, Mason glances at the company's anonymous message board where anyone can post news, questions and statements. Someone's written, Is our CEO a hypocrite? Despite his economy class rule, he continues to fly business class. Since this grapevine story isn't true, Mason puts the word around the company that the story's wrong. At a regular team meeting, he tells his team, I need you to tell each of your direct reports that it's not true that I'm continuing to fly a business class. Make sure the truth gets a hearing. Next, Mason adds a written refutation in the company's employee newsletter. Yet no amount of denial seems to kill the misleading rumour which keeps circulating. It even appears in the gossip columns of one of the quality newspapers as a stated fact. Mason finally realises that this misleading tale of costly business class travel is what people expect, maybe want to hear. Still, allowing it to continue could undermine his credibility. Between meetings, he puts in a phone call to the organisation's head of public relations. I don't know what to do, Brian. I've tried everything to kill this grapevine rumour, but it's still circulating, like a bad smell. I appreciate your concern, Mason, but the best way to neutralise a myth like this is creating an alternative story, one that's so good it'll supersede the first one. What do you propose we do? I mean, how do we do that? For your next flight, we ensure you're seen queuing patiently at the economy check-in desk. That'll get round the company before the week's out. Soon there are strong rumours of a CEO waiting in a long queue at the economy flight desk. A sneaky photograph even circulates through the grapevine. As predicted, the earlier false rumour dies a natural death. Now let's connect this story about grapevine awareness with your job. What Mason learns is how persistent and misleading the grapevine can be. I've identified three main questions that people at work tend to have about the issue of grapevine awareness. The first is, what is a company grapevine and how does it work? Secondly, can I trust what I hear on the organisation's grapevine? And how do I deal with rumours and gossip at work? Let's explore each of these. What is a company grapevine and how does it work? Well, it's the informal network of employees across an organisation that shares information in various ways. Everyone can belong to a different grapevine. Simultaneously, some can follow the organisational structure. Most informal networks, though, have no permanent structure, so there's no obvious way of managing them. Employees join and leave responding to a particular issue or a situation. 
grapevine communication is mainly one-to-one or to a small group. Each person acts freely as a messenger or virus carrier. Because a grapevine works mainly without management control, messages can spread damage and bypass formal communication channels rapidly. Grapevine members tend to have relative freedom to share gossip and rumour. Those most well-connected may acquire an influence unrelated to the organisational hierarchy. The grapevine will oblige when an organisation fails to facilitate meaningful employee exchanges. Employees simply fill in the gaps. Despite its dodgy reputation, the grapevine helps humanise organisations. People can vent their concerns and emotions and feel a sense of belonging. It also helps to discuss concerns off the record, away from direct management or customers' prying ears. Most organisations you work for will probably have grapevines. Sometimes they can be an essential source of information leaks and news. So my second question that I investigated is, can I trust what I hear on the organisational grapevine? According to research, up to 80% of what grapevines circulate tends to be accurate. Because grapevine channels carry information rapidly, it has certain benefits. For example, once employees know confidential information, they tend to pass it on to close colleagues. In this way, news travels fast. The grapevine also creates a sense of unity amongst employees. It lets them share and discuss things with each other. In this way, the grapevine can stimulate group cohesiveness. It also adds juice when the organization's formal communications fail. Watch out for the quality of your local grapevine, because it carries only partial information. This is often based only on rumours and gossip, and seldom explains the whole situation. There's a sound reason for not becoming involved with the grapevine and passing on its rumours and gossip. Doing so may damage the organization's morale, for instance by spreading false information about senior people. So the third question is, how do I deal with rumours and gossip at work? Gossip, of course, has a strong negative image, yet sometimes it can be helpful. For example, by circulating good news or favourable comments about someone. People can also let off steam by gossiping. You can divide rumours and gossip into a positive or negative information about a third party. For example, saying, did you see Ben's brilliant presentation yesterday, is an example of a positive form of gossip. What's essential for your search for success at work is learning to tame the beast. The wrong form of gossip about an absent person can actually lose your colleagues' trust. It's wiser to avoid listening to and spreading rumours and gossip. Even when they're accurate, they can still damage your reputation. If people are talking about you in an intrusive or inappropriate way, it's best to address them directly about it. Consider doing it in private to express your displeasure. Gossip may even be a type of verbal harassment under certain circumstances. Approach gossiping co-workers in a non-confrontational way. For example, ask, why are you telling me this? This can rapidly reveal if it's a negative or positive form of gossip. Politely but firmly ask them not to talk any further about you or whoever is the target of the gossip. If invited to listen to rumours about a colleague, consider one of these two responses. I'd rather not talk about someone not here to speak for themselves. Sounds like a tough situation, but I'm just not comfortable talking about a co-worker. 
by clarifying your position, your grapevine gossiper will likely find someone else to complain to. If you feel the gossiper has a legitimate issue, acknowledge their frustration and perhaps help create a safe situation. Don't be a bystander. If you don't contribute to the conversation, you're still guilty by association of listening to someone else's gossip. Sometimes adopt an exit strategy. Keep it simple by saying you have urgent work to do or excuse yourself and go to the restroom. Change the conversation by steering it towards a safe, innocuous topic. For example, a movie you've seen or ask about their weekend plans. So what action am I proposing? Well, first of all, don't ignore the grapevine while treating it with great caution. Secondly, fight grapevine nastiness with counter-stories of your own. And thirdly, without believing you can master the grapevine, use it to stay in touch. And my takeaway from all of this? Well, at least 70% of all organisational communication actually comes through the grapevine. Strangely, most employees consider it trustworthy. So avoid gossip and rumours and preserve your reputation. You've been listening to an episode of Andrew's 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. For more episodes, subscribe free to my regular weekly podcasts. You can catch up on past ones at the50ways.site, where you can also become a foundation member with access to e-learning units, transcripts, further reading links, and the forum where you can ask questions, share problems, and join a growing community of people who seriously want to succeed at work. Now there's a new book and an audio version called, you guessed it, 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. Buy it at Amazon or the50ways.site. Unmissable. Thanks for listening and bye for now until next week.